folks, to another edition of my Christmas show. Before it's back in the house, it's been a minute, but hey, this is it's a beautiful thing. We kind of just do things on our time at this point. It makes things a lot more enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> you know? So my, my, I've, I was always taught, you know, only speak when you're actually, whatever you say is actually going to do some good to the world. It's going to bring <laughs> something good. So, <laughs> so pretty much everybody else is fucking talking. So I just let them have it. You know, Hey, I mean, that's why, that's why I put up a clip recently on Instagram on the importance of having a clean ass at all times for that very reason. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that's not something that people need to hear, I don't know what is because I'll tell you what, I've been to a lot of gym locker rooms and I can tell you there's a lot of people that don't even understand even the basics of a clean ass that have been in and out of that place. Disgusting ass motherfucker. Yeah, you, you can't you can't go into the gym funky. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta earn earn the funk. Okay. Earn the funk. Well, it's like what you said. You can't kick ass when you smell like ass. Right? <laughs> I think that's the most succinct forward way to put it. Now, you, can't, you, can't come to, you can't have it and using that as a segue, you're not gonna have a really good time in Vegas if you have your head up your ass and you don't know which places to go to. So I think today we're going to get into the best of Las Vegas. I'm going to, as someone who's lived here since 2006, and then you've been out here many times since here, that we can get into the best hotels, the best concert venues. I've been to every concert venue multiple times in this town. Best Indian restaurants. And we got some funny, we have both of us have been to these restaurants, so you're going to laugh at some of the stuff that we bring up. Best vegan restaurants, and there's not too many. It's not a long list, so that'll be, we'll move through that one quickly. <laughs> and then we may get into best commercial gyms, although that's probably not that relevant because that's only useful for people who live out here, so we can skip over that. But best places to play blackjack, that'll be brief because I don't know how many people listening even care to play blackjack. Best strip clubs. No discussion is complete without the best strip clubs, even though I think they're a total waste of time and you're a dipshit for going. A lot of people are still going to go, so you might as well at least go to the ones where you're going to see the most beautiful women and have a good time. So we'll get through that one. And then best off-strip fun. For those of you that are going to spend more than a weekend and you want to get off the strip and see some sights and have a good time, maybe get into nature. So let's start off with best hotels. I'm going to name off my three favorite hotels. So without further ado, Venetian Palazzo is number one. I'll come back to that and get into why. Vidara is number two. And number three is Cosmopolitan. So let's start with Venetian Palazzo. Now, Carol and I do a lot of staycations in Las Vegas. We, in fact, whenever we go to a concert, we usually get a room so we can have a really good time, not have to worry about you know having one too many drinks or smoking too much weed and then having to drive somewhere in the middle of the night. So out of all of the casinos that we've stayed at, we consistently end up going back to Venetian Palazzo. In fact, we did four staycations there just last year. And here's why. Number one, the rooms are incredible. Even a basic room at the Venetian, a standard room. A lot of people think that's a luxury room. Like my friend Chris Becker, he was on the show talking about crypto. He was in town recently and he stayed at the Venetian. And he's like, man, I got this suite. They, they must have upgraded me because it's an incredible room. And then I had him describe the room to me. And I was like, standard, that's, a, bro. That, that's a standard room. That's man. a standard room. We've stayed in one of those. I was like, that's the first time I've seen levels. It has two levels and that's a standard room. Now, we, look, we've stayed in suites, 2,500 square foot suites. We've stayed in those. Now, on a weekday, if you do it Monday through Wednesday, yep. not Thursday through Sunday, but Monday through Wednesday, you can get a room that would probably cost $1,500 or more for 300 bucks. So we stayed in this suite that was awesome. It was huge. It had a fucking gym in it. It had dumbbells and an elliptical machine. It had two bathrooms. It had one of those big tubs that you can make a, that you can turn into a jacuzzi. It has jets. Yeah. This room was immaculate. 
and it was 350 bucks, I believe, with taxes. Maybe maybe a little bit more than that, but definitely under 400 bucks. Again, Monday through Wednesday, which is if you can come out to Vegas on weekdays instead of the weekend, not only will you have a better time because this town is always bumping. You go out on you go out on a Monday night in Vegas, it's still bumping. You're going to have a great time. <clears throat> but you're going to have a better time because it's not chaotic. It's not just droves of people everywhere where you go nuts with the crowds. It's just yeah. enough action that it's not dead, but not too much that it's overwhelming. That and you wanna, that you want to die. <laughs> yeah, it's considerably cheaper. So the rooms are awesome at Venetian, even a standard room, but they're luxury suites. You get a lot for your money, especially on a weekday. Now, also, the customer service here is consistently excellent. And here's what I mean by that. When you show up at 3 o'clock to check into your room, it is always ready. I can't tell you how many room hotels we've stayed at where the room is not ready, and they don't even have any idea when the room is going to be ready. They don't seem to care that the room is not going to be ready. You know, what, you know what's crazy about this? Like, okay, checkout time is 12 o'clock. Right. Sometimes 11. 11 o'clock, yeah. And check-in is at three o'clock okay that's a three to four hour window what is the problem <laughs> it's like i right. don't understand i don't understand so it's, it's just always weird to me when they like they're like how's it not ready at three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> so one lady one time our room actually wasn't ready and this lady before i even had to ask about it she upgraded us to a nicer room just like that for the mm-hmm. inconvenience i did sometimes sometimes places do that after you complain now i've done that before yeah. but I didn't have to complain here. This lady said, I don't know why your room's not ready, so I'm going to go ahead and upgrade you to a nicer room. And I was like, there you go. That's how you do customer service, yeah. like that. Now, what's also good about Venetian, <clears throat> they, have, they have restaurants. They have a lot of restaurants and a lot of food options. They have a huge food court. Because remember, Venetian and Palazzo are conjoined. So they're yeah. basically two hotels, same company, conjoined. So it's, if you pick, it's, you don't have to pick one or the other. They're both excellent. But you have access to what's available in each place. And there, there is a food court with any kind of food you can imagine, Indian food, Mexican food, Chinese food, whatever you like, it's there. They have a, a sushi restaurant, which has great vegan food on site, too. It's called Sushi Samba. This place is awesome. It's really good. Great customer service there as well. Excellent food and really nice decor. And if you're going with your wife or girlfriend and you want somewhat of a romantic place, it's perfect for that. Hey, did we go well. there one time when I came out there? I don't think so because the first time Carol and I ever went. Oh no, we were at the win. We were at the win. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we should go there next time you guys are in town because sushi samba is awesome. There's something for everybody there. Good vegan food. Good food options for meat eaters. Everybody's going to be happy there. And then the service is great. Our waiter was awesome. Really nice guy and very helpful. So I love that. That's just one of many restaurants. There's also Grand Lux Cafe, which is the Mm. same brand as Cheesecake Factory. So Mm. what I like about Grand Lux Cafe is they have a huge menu. They have an awesome veggie burger. They have a great vegan bowl. And it's open all night because sometimes you want something late night. You go to a concert. You want to go eat something afterwards. Everyone talks about Vegas as if it's a 24-7 town. And it is for gambling. But a lot of times restaurants are closed at 10 o'clock, even on the weekend. It's hard to find a good food option, honestly, late at night. But yeah, we've, we've had that problem. <laughs> I've been out there yeah, yeah, been like riding around and riding around. We're like, yeah, exactly. But it was like eleven o'clock. <laughs> we're like struggling. Like, come on, man. No, but if we stayed at the, if you stayed at the Venetian, you're never going to have that problem. They have yeah. room service too, and they have, they, have, they have good. The Grand Lux Cafe is perfect. So we've gone down to the Venetian before just to eat at the Grand Lux Cafe and then gone home. That's how good it is. Nobody likes that place. Big servings. They have this delicious bread they give you while you're waiting for your meal. Always great. Always great service. Always great food. Never had a bad experience there. Probably been there at least 25 times. They also have one of the only, it used to be the only vegan restaurant on the Strip. Now there's another one at a hotel called Resorts World, a new one. 
But the one at the Venetian is called Truth and Tonic, and it is delicious. Excellent. Not only delicious vegan food, but very health-conscious vegan food. Make sure to make a reservation. Don't just show up there because this place is always crowded, even on a weekday, especially in the morning for breakfast. Make sure you make a reservation, even if it's breakfast or lunch on a weekday, because this place is always crowded because the food is damn good. So that that's another big plus for someone like me who's been a vegan for 30 years. And let's see, what else about the Venetian? They have some really good concert venues there, too. I actually saw Sarah Brightman there last year, and it was a very intimate setting. Really good acoustics. It was it was fantastic. So it's a great you don't they don't you don't get a lot of concerts through there, unfortunately, but they do have some residencies such as Duran Duran, I believe, did a re- no, that was at the win. That was at the win, unfortunately. Yeah. So they don't do residencies so much at Phoenician Palazzo. They just have tends to be an older demographic of music too. You're not going to get as much of the, the current stuff through there. But if you if you do happen to see a concert you want to go to, it's perfect because you can go to the concert, you have a super nice room. You have great food options. If you want to play cards, the rules are good there for blackjack. I'll get to that later if we talk about that. Most people don't know jack shit about the rules, which which rules are better or not when you play blackjack because, let's be honest, most people don't even know basic strategy, let alone count cards. So it makes no difference. If well, you're playing at so. the dollar, dollar table, it probably doesn't make a difference. But if you actually want to win, these little things stack in your favor. We'll we'll get to that later if we have more time. <clears throat> Okay, so the next hotel is Vidara. Oh, here's one of my one of my favorites, man. Yeah, God, I love that place. Vidara's great, and here's why. It's at City Center, so it's right in between Aria uh, and Cosmo. Cosmo. Yep. right in between those, but it's off the beaten path. Yeah, you won't see it. <laughs> you don't know it's there. Yeah, there's no, in fact, most people don't even know about it unless you either live out here or you know someone who does who points you in the right direction. You just walk out the back of the Aria, and you're like, hey, what's that over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like a condominium place. It doesn't yeah. even look like it's, it's, it's actually a hotel you could stay at. But there's no casino on site, and that's a plus because yes. you don't get droves of crowds. It's not noisy. And the room's so really good. nice. Yeah, oh. even a standard room, just like the Venetian, a regular room is really nice. And then the upgraded rooms are super nice. There's a loft we stayed in one time, which was awesome. It was two levels, super nice. But even a regular room, you're not going to be dissatisfied with. They have valet parking right in front of the hotel. It's really yeah. – in fact, that's the only option. <laughs> yeah, really, yep. So if you're a cheap ass – well, actually, you know what? <laughs> Uh, valet parking used to be free and then you just gave a tip. Now they charge you some ridiculous fee. Unfortunately, you don't really have another option. You're going to have to, if you're, if you're coming in with the rent a car or you're driving into Vegas, you're going to have to do valet parking. You're not, unless you want to park at Aria and walk across, (laughs) which doesn't really make sense because you have to pay for parking there too. So just, just suck it up and pay for the valet. Exactly. (laughs) The room, the rooms are super nice. There's no restaurants on site, which is one negative, nothing. No, it's just like, I think with this one little, we can get coffee, you know, down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there's really nothing in terms of that. There's one bar on site. Yeah. But but it doesn't really matter because you got Cosmo next door and you have Aria next door. And both of those places have tons of restaurants. So Badara is, my only issue with Badara is the last couple of times, the last time we stayed there, there were definitely some customer service issues. The room wasn't ready. The person wasn't on top of getting the room ready. He didn't seem to give an F until I became very irate. And then all of a sudden, he, st- he decided to give an F. You know? <laughs> my, my face kind of angry tends to do that to people. I don't know why. <laughs> like, how do I get rid of this crazy MF as fast as possible? Okay, let's like my face, it does a thing. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm mad, but they do. And that's in my favor. Uh, hopefully, that was a one-time incident. We actually yeah. haven't stayed there since that. But I will say, we've stayed there many times over the last 10, 15 years, and it's always been really good. So hopefully, that was a 
one-time incident. I'm willing to give them another shot at some point. So we'll see. Maybe if we go see a UFC or something like that, where if, the cool thing about a UFC is we saw a UFC went there one time. We spent the night, and then there is a tram that yep. takes you from Vidara directly to what used to be Monte Carlo. Now it's called something else. I forget what it's called now. But it's right next to the T-Mobile Arena where most of the UFCs are. Yeah. So that's that's convenient as well. If you want to go see a UFC and spend the night, instead of being at a hotel, which is right next to T-Mobile, which will be crowded, just take the tram to Vidara, a little bit off-site, and it'll be way nicer room, a little bit more tame, so you can relax after a busy evening. Now, the final one is Cosmopolitan. Now, the reason why I like the Cosmopolitan so much is that it's one of the few hotels that has rooms with a balcony. Most casinos don't not, most hotels in vegas do not have rooms with a balcony because they're worried about people jumping oh, it might be a good thing <laughs> come on, two things come on, keep people from accidentally committing suicide and you don't want to just see some random people having sex yeah because you will see that i've seen that more than oh i've come on when you said cosmo has a balcony yeah we were staying at the aria one time yeah open the window had a, a welcoming morning surprise <laughs> <laughs> like well I saw, didn't want to see that I saw, naked, I saw a naked guy one time clearly european with his ding dong i was just about to say, i saw two lobsters having sex in the <laughs> and when i say that because they were sunburned and i could see it from all the way across <laughs> i was like i did not need this national geographic moment this early in the morning <laughs> yeah cosmo these rooms will be a lot more expensive than venetian or Vidara, even on weekdays definitely on the weekend cosmo does have a pretty good concert venue it's not in my top three of concert venues so i Basically, I don't even know the name of it off the top of my head, but we saw Kid Rock there one time at the pool. That was awesome, but that yeah, wasn't we'll even a venue. He just did a special show at the pool, and we've seen Kid Rock three times, and that was the best one by far. But that was just luck. He's, he, you know, he doesn't play there often. Yeah. So that's, but, the, but the rooms at Cosmo are super nice. You can open up the, the screen door and get some fresh air. It is nice to sit out there on the balcony, have a drink, watch the water show, depending on what side of the hotel you're on at the Bellagio. Yeah. So Cosmo is very nice. The rooms are very nice. It's very modern because it's one of the newer casinos, just like Vidara is. What I don't like about Cosmo is that it's, uh, the, the restaurants are not all that great, especially no, for dude. Now, someone dude. who actually eats meat may actually like the restaurants there, but for vegans, there's only really one option, which is a place that has a veggie burger. So you end up eating the same thing each. Oh, night it's the place that we go to all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's right. And then um, that place like... is for people watching. Ooh, it's by yes. far, by far. <laughs> Forget about Venetian and Vidara when it comes to people watching, especially Vidara. There's no people to watch. Nothing to watch. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing to see the here. Guys. The only, only people watching you're doing there is watching the valet guys run to get someone's car. That's about right. all you there. <laughs> but at Cosmo, you get a drink at what at I think it's called the drop bar that you walk in at when you when you first park your car and walk in. That's the first bar you see. Yeah. Now, especially after midnight, this place is that's when all the hookers come out. And that's when yeah. the fun, <laughs> even if you don't want to hire a hooker, it's fun to watch these hookers coming in because it's very obvious that they are hookers. And it's very obvious also not just by the way they're dressed, but by the fact that they look at you and smile and initiate a conversation with you. Every man's <laughs> fantasy right there. Okay? <laughs> Beautiful woman by herself sees Check, you. Checking out, checking, checking off all the boxes. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Really good looking woman dressed to the nines coming over to you to initiate a conversation. Boy, don't I feel special. Nope. I feel like a mark. Because that's what I am. <laughs> a mark right now. But 
it's fun to watch this stuff from afar. It's just not fun to participate, at least not from my point of view. No. Some, some of the people listening may be like, man, I can't wait to go there. <laughs> that's great. No judgment. No judgment. If you are going to get a prostitute, that's the place to do it because it's way higher end. Higher end, yeah. Real, we're not going to talk about the ones that, you know, approached you at Rio. <laughs> now, we'll get to that when we get to the prostitute section later. Now, now, now what I will, <laughs> you got a funny story about that. We can't, we can't leave that one out. Oh, now, what I also like about Cosmos, the pool is awesome. So if you like to kick back during the day, get a cabana or get one of those, one of those shaded areas, you just yeah. want to get in the pool, relax, use the jacuzzi. You can get a nice meal out there too. Cosmo pool is very nice. And if you want to see a lot of good looking women, not just ones that are prostitutes, but just, I mean, they're dressed like prostitutes, but there's, there's a lot of good looking women. Nonetheless, Cosmo is where you're going to see it, especially on the weekends, but even on the weeknights, because people, it's a trendy place. People yeah. love to go there. It's a CNB scene type casino. Let's put it that way. That's the most succinct way. Well, if you me. see the ads for it on, on E on E television, then that's yeah. how trendy it is. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're the one of the few places in Vegas that actually have commercials, <laughs> you know, that you see, <laughs> no matter what. That tells you everything you need to know. Oh, yeah. That, that's a trendy place for sure. A very trendy place. If you want something more low-key, Vidara for sure, or definitely Venetian. I prefer Venetian out of the three. I don't even really think about the other two anymore. Unless The only reason we would stay at Vidara is if we're going to a UFC or there's some reason, some event that it's convenient to stay there for. Yeah. Otherwise, I would always pick Venetian. There's, there would be no reason to pick these other two from my point of view. All right. Best concert venues. Now, there's so many concert venues in Vegas, and most of them are pretty damn good to be honest. Even the T-Mobile Arena is pretty cool if you get a halfway decent seat. But out of all of the venues that I've been to, and I've been to every single one of them multiple times, Brooklyn Bowl is number one. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bowl, Bowl is really is cool. Event. You've been there, Sincere. We, yeah. we saw Clutch there. Brooklyn Bowl is awesome because you can actually rent a bowling lane where you got these really comfortable sofas. You can get some bar food. It's not going to be the most healthy food, but you can actually get food, so that's good. And then you can actually bowl while you're while you're waiting for a band to come on, or even while yeah. they're on. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why you're uh, while they're on. You know? Yeah, last Unless time we were there. Not. Yeah, last time we were there, we were, we were bowling and we were waiting for um, Zach Wild and um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Blasco. Yeah, yeah. Gla- yeah. He, was, he was with him. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a cool night. <laughs> yeah, Blasco also came out to greet us, and let's just yep. say he's a very small man with a very soft hand. He's very de- <laughs> he's very demure. He's very demure. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a stereotypical rock star five like, foot nothing. he's shaking his hair i was like oh those are soft i was like i was like, I was like when i hugged him i was like better not hug too hard yeah like, hug. <laughs> let's not blur the lines here buddy <laughs> basically the way i hug a woman is the way i had to hug him you know, just nice and gentle and very respectful you know <laughs> Come on, come on, yeah, no, no Kevin Spacey vibes here, bro. We're good. Yeah, make sure, make sure our junk don't connect. Yes, to my send yours to the west. I'm gonna send mine to the east side. All right, here we go. <laughs> At angle, like tectonic plates, right now. All right, here we go. Let's not rub sometimes, too. Much. Sometimes having shrinkage is a good thing. It works in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> but Brooklyn Bowl, I've seen so many concerts here. We saw, as again, you were in town one time, so you came out. Sincere, we saw Clutch. Carol was there. Dave Gunter was there with his wife. Yeah. We had a really good time. Great venue. Carol and I saw Ludacris there after everything opened up after the pandemic. And it was a super late night show. I mean, he didn't come on till two in the morning, but he's a black guy. So I didn't, <laughs> which means him. he was supposed to go on at 1230. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it's like Tyron Woodley said, it's impossible for a black man to be on time. And Ludacris made a point of proving that stereotype. And that's okay. <laughs> Lauren Hill's like, here, hold my beer. <laughs> I'll show you how to show up. <laughs> 
But I will say he was awesome, and it was great to see him in that venue. It was such a great venue to have a really good time. No matter where you are in there, you have a good view of the stage. So even yep. if you're way in the back, you got a good view of the stage. If you want to get really close, you can. You can. Some yeah. thrash metal bands there. I saw Hell Yeah there with Vinnie Paul before he passed away, unfortunately, because I used to love seeing – I used to see Vinnie Paul all the time at different events. And I never talked to him because I don't like bothering people, but it was always cool when I saw him. I'm like, oh, cool. There's Vinnie Paul from Pantera and Hell Yeah. It was always cool. He was always at shows. He always supported local music, too. He was always out there and about, which I always thought was really cool. And he seemed like a really approachable guy because fans would come up to him, get pictures, and he seemed very elated to interact with the fans. So I thought that was always cool. And then what's another really good show we saw there? I saw Killswitch Engage there. That yeah, was That's, that's awesome. a good show right there. Yeah, man. Killswitch Engage. They, they killed killer. for real. <laughs> yeah, they were killer. I saw Quicksand there, which was a post-hardcore band from the 90s. They were really good. And it was barely anyone there. It was probably 20 people in the audience, fortunately <laughs> for them. But it was great for us because – I could stand right next to the stage without having to worry about getting sucked into a mosh pit or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of good shows there. Whatever music you like, if there's something you like and it's at the Brooklyn Bowl. Don't and once you come out of the venue, man, there's so much to do. Places yeah. to go and eat. And, you there's know, places you... open late night. Yep. Yeah. There's a yard house. That's yeah, we've been to the yard house before. Yep. And a lot yeah, of options at yard walk house. Around. Nice place to walk around. And there, there is a Link Hotel you can stay at on, yeah. but I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. It's a crappy hotel. I would stay at Caesar's Palace if you want yeah. something within walking distance. But if you don't mind a crappy room at a cheaper <laughs> price, you just want a room to sleep in, and then you're going to be out and about doing stuff, then you can stay over there at the Link, and then you're right on site. Or you can just go to the Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Ferris wheel. I believe it's about 60 bucks, and that's a little bit of drink. <laughs> To be in a slow motion wheel where you don't even feel like you're moving. Bro. I know, just like that oh, thing barely moves. I'm like, uh, what's the point? It's yeah. like, gee, just get on a hot air balloon and go across Lake Mead or something. You know, next time. I, I was high one time at the link and I was looking at it and I was convinced that it doesn't move at all. I go, I don't moving. think, dude, moving. I don't think I've actually really seen it do a full 360 <laughs> ever. It just seems, yeah, it just seems like whoever's at the top, they've yeah. been there for a while. It's like, oh, those people are never coming back down, are they? Well, they they also have a zip line on at the oh, link, similar to what they used to have or what they still have at Fremont. Downtown at Link, yeah. But the one the one at the link is way higher up, so you gotta you gotta be pretty good with heights if you want to do this one because <laughs> right. it's gonna, yeah. The one at Fremont's a little bit lower; it's still pretty high up. That if you yeah. have a few heights, it would probably be a little bit disconcerting, but. It's not as high where I think most people would probably do it and have a good time on Fremont. This one at the link, I looked at it one time. I was like, whoop, that looks way, that looks really high up from down here. Imagine how high it looks up when you get up there. (laughs) I think Fremont, that seems like it's what, about 20 feet? Yeah, probably not much more than that. Yeah. Probably not much more than that. That, That's the one I would start off with and see if you like it. If you like it, then you can go do the link. If you don't like it, then definitely don't go. If you've been drinking, don't do it at all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're going to be puking on people below. You're not going to be popular. They're going to be looking for you at the other end. (laughs) I wonder. I always wonder, man. Like, I wonder how many, like, Fremont, I was like, I wonder how many fools have, like, thrown up on everyone under them. Like, I know this had to happen. I am sure it has happened probably multiple times. There's no God. doubt about that. Because that's the kind of dumb idea you have. Hey, let's go do the zip line now. You're drunk. You just had a full meal of bar food. And Well, they probably went over to that. What's that 
stupid hamburger place where you got to eat like a, <laughs> a four. Oh, wow. the place, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name of that place? The place the heart attack grill. Whatever. Yeah, heart attack grill. That's yeah, it. you've had that big pile of grease, and you've been drinking beer and brown liquor and white liquor. You mix all the stuff together. Like, hey, let's go on the zip line. Yo, that's well, a great you, idea. I mean, you're gonna have a heart attack for real if you eat at the heart attack grill <laughs> and then go do a zip line because your oh. blood pressure, your blood Ooh. pressure probably doubles after that meal. <laughs> and then it's gonna go up another thirty percent from doing the zip line so that's that's a heart attack even for a healthy person humans <laughs> are ridiculous waiting to we're so ridiculous <laughs> it's so stupid it's so stupid <laughs> we could digress on that but let's stay on point here okay, <laughs> next is the 24 oxford at what is now the virgin hotel it used to be the hard rock and it, the name of the venue used to be vinyl now vinyl reminds oh, yeah, me of the old, it reminds me of the old 930 club in washington dc for anyone who grew up in that area I'm talking about the 80s and 90s because the 930 Club is still in D.C., but it's a much different location and a much bigger venue now. When I used to see bands such as Cro-Mags, Nuclear Assault, I saw Ice-T with Body Count at the old 930 Club. It was amazing because you probably couldn't pack even 100 people in this place. It was really small. So Vinyl reminds me of that. Vinyl, you could probably pack 200 people in there. I don't think much more than that. But similar to the Brooklyn Bowl, no matter where you are in this place, you have a great view. I mean, you're basically close to the stage no matter where you are. And then they have these VIP tables in the back. And in the back, you still have a great view of everything. And the VIP tables are not that expensive. I think it's maybe 50 bucks a ticket. What I do is I just buy all four seats because I don't want to be seated with other people that I don't know. <laughs> so even if it's just the two of us going, if it's just me and Carol, I just buy the whole table so that we're not sitting next to some jack-offs who's drunk or annoying people. Or just sometimes you just don't want to deal with other people. You just right. want to hang out with the people you're with. So I do that. But even if you don't do that, you go there by yourself, for example, you just want to see a good band. All the really intense music bands, they play here. I saw a Slaughter to Prevail there, which is a super heavy deathcore band. And it was awesome at that place. So this is a smaller venue, Code Orange. We had oh, yeah. me on the show. They played there. So it gets, it gets a way broader list of different kinds of genres come through this place especially a lot of metal bands and in particular not so much hardcore because it's still too big a venue for most hardcore bands <laughs> anything over 50 is pretty much too much for a hardcore <laughs> band but for say something such as a, a deathcore band such as suicide silence or brand of sacrifice or slaughter to prevail they'll they can often headline at a place like this and it's a great venue great acoustics i've never stayed at the Virgin Hotel, but the Hard Rock used to be a really nice place to stay at. And they have some late night food options as well and some pretty good restaurants on site. Yeah. So that would be the second one. Now, the third one is the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. I've mm -hmm. seen a ton of bands there. I saw Chris Cornell there, a good Chris Cornell show. I'll be <laughs> to clarify. I saw Slayer <laughs> there when first moved out here in 2006. It was awesome because it's a small venue for a band of Slayer stature to play at. And even if even if you have a seat way high up, you're looking right down at the concert. No view blockages, and it's anywhere you are, you're going to have a good view of the stage. It's been my experience. You can also be on the floor, although I don't like being around a lot of people. I, two things: I don't like standing around waiting for shit to happen, and I don't like being around a lot of people. I mean, like, <laughs> so when I'm, I'm at venues like that, I, as a safety issue, I, yeah, exactly. I think the, the less bodies I have around me, the better, because anything can pop off. I don't care where you are and what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and and I I need to know where that exit is, and I need to be close to that exit. And I don't if I'm close to the exit, I don't need you over there with me, <laughs> all these extra people. You know, especially so. if you're with, especially if you're with your wife or girlfriend, exactly, or exactly, anyone that you feel that you need to protect because I don't want to be in the middle of the venue because I'm like that's just that's a menu to get trampled. You know, because people don't think they just react. 
No, they don't. They don't. You get stuck. No, no one has a strategy or whatever. It's just like you don't. They don't even come to these places with a strategy. <laughs> like right. you know, I'm, I'm walking in like okay, there's an exit, there's an exit, okay, and and I'm monitoring people's behavior. People, people probably hearing this like, oh well, that sounds like you sound like you're a lot of fun. I'm like, trust me, I'm doing all this. You wouldn't even know it. <laughs> you know, right. I'm, I'm assessing the place. I'm, even and but I'm still being me. We're being cool or whatever else. But trust me, I've I found us. I found our way out in no. case something no. pops off. You know, or I found weapons that we can use in case we can't get out. You know, the smallest things. I'm seeing all this stuff. So when you just yeah. kind of train yourself to do that, no one will even know. It'd be so not obvious. You know, right. but you, you should always go into a place, especially when there's going to be a lot of people always going in with a plan. You know, yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, even people in Vegas shooting, I'm sure. Trust me, even when that shooting happened in Vegas, whatever, I'm like, no one came there thinking about that was going to happen. But guess what? It can happen. And as long as you think that anything can happen, then you will plan accordingly. I uh, I know a guy who was on site at that shooting. It was a chiropractor I used to go to. He was at that concert with his wife. Mm-hmm. And he said that he was he was a guy that had really quick thinking because what he did when the bullet started flying and people started running like a stampede, mm-hmm. he found a big table, turned it over on his side, and he and his wife got behind it the whole time. They just yeah. waited for everybody to clear out. He goes, if we try to clear out now, we're going to get run over by a stampede or we're going to get shot. Yeah. So behind this, we have a certain level of protection because it was a metallic table. It was thick. Yeah. So he flipped that over. They stayed behind it. They waited for everything to clear out. He said by the time he and his wife went out, they just saw dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. It was, you know, he just basically shielded her from that and they just got out quickly. But that was a very smart move on his part because yeah. the, the most of what most people do is they panic. You just start trying to run. And then people, a lot of people got hurt there because people panicked. I was about to say, they like, got you know, stampeded. Yeah. Exactly. The people, so some people got trampled people got to death hurt. and not even shot, you know? Exactly. People got trampled to death there. That's the part you don't hear about in the news that much. It wasn't just people getting killed from the bullets. It was people getting killed by the panic reaction of people stampeding out. Yeah. And everybody's going in the same direction. And it's just, it's, yeah, man. So, <laughs> so yeah, I would say I always just, you can still have fun when you go out to places, but always have a plan because, Hey man, the, yeah, world's, yeah, the world's wild. The world's always been crazy. So I always hear when people say, man, things are so crazy. Now things have always been crazy to my, yeah. actually, com- com- compared to history. They're not as crazy. Today is not as crazy as it was freaking 10,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, you know, where it's it just, not, it's not even as crazy as it was when I was growing up. Or I mean, even, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember BC was way more violent than any of the shit we deal oh, with. Oh yeah. Here. Yeah. Just my, I remember at that time in the, early 90s dc and houston used to fight each other for the number one murder capital in, in oh, america yeah. it was always houston dc it's it wasn't even the you would think it'd be new york and la but it was always houston dc detroit all three of us always my, fighting my for mom, number one my mom would sleep on the couch in the living room waiting for me to come home whenever i would go to a concert in dc you know because <laughs> she watched that news so much she thought that i was basically taking my life in my hands every time i went there and to yeah. some degree she might have been right yeah right she been right so yeah, man, it's like people have no idea. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's just the thing is, it's just so publicized now, and it's on repeat. It's a loop, so it just seems like it's so common, common, common. So like, man, you have no idea. But no yeah. idea. <laughs> but yeah, now yeah, so the House of Blues back to is, good times. <laughs> the House of Blues again is another venue that has really good acoustics, really good view, no matter where you are. They have a really good VIP area, which is segmented off from everybody. We use we do that all the time because now all the idiots are there's basically a blockade <laughs> between you and all the drunk idiots. You don't get as yeah. many drunk idiots in the VIP area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's like expensive. that. The House of Blues here as well, same yeah, way. It's expensive. <laughs> and then you have <laughs> to basically escort you in there. They escort you out of there. 
and you have a perfect view of the stage from there. And then they they they, they do have food options there too. Again, it's just going to be bar food, but they do have a veggie burger, for example. Yeah, sweet potato fries, stuff like that. So you can actually get a decent meal there as well. So that place is awesome. Big fan of the House of Blues. And okay, next. no Red Rock. <laughs> Red Rock, in terms of... Doesn't they have a, ven- a venue out there as well? Well, Red Rock, there's Red Rock Casino, which has a venue on site, but it's nothing great, and you don't mm. get a lot of games through there. Okay. We saw Buck Cherry there, too, one time. The only thing I remember about that concert is the lead singer grabbing his ass. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, here's what Sincere would say if you were here right now. Why is he keep grabbing his own ass? <laughs> he's, he's pointing at his own ass during this song. He does this spin-around move where he's grabbing his own ass. So when you're singing about Crazy Bitch, are you referring to yourself? I mean... <laughs> First of all, you don't have an ass. Let's start there. You're stupid. There's nothing to grab. <laughs> Slam in is the name of the song. Slam in. <laughs> Somebody, I don't think that's the appropriate song to be singing while you're grabbing your own ass. Right? <laughs> Buck Cherry is basically the exact opposite of Chris Cornell, meaning that lyrics are garbage. Buck Cherry has the most trivial, just superficial lyrics ever. I know. I was just saying, crazy well, Chris bitch. Cornell I mean... was, yeah, Chris Cornell was a G of a lyricist, man. He doesn't yeah. get enough credit for that. His, mm-hmm. I'm looking at a lot of the lyrics of Audio Slave, Soundgarden, and his yeah. solo stuff. Man, they were damn good. Tip that guy was so yeah. high level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. So I saw Chris Cornell at House of Blues, actually, too. That was one of the first shows we saw out here. A good, really good show. Yeah, House of Blues is awesome. Okay, let's move on to now. There are other med- there are other venues that are pretty good too. There's the Pearl at the Palms. Yeah. That one's really good. I've seen some good shows there. It's not as good as the three I just mentioned. And let's see, anything else? Not really. Those are the those are the three out of all the places that we've been to that I thought were good. I don't like going to stadium type shows, T-Mobile Arena or Mandalay Bay. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad if you get a good seat, but I, I just don't like being around that many people. It's just a lot of people, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, if something goes off, you're surrounded by 20,000 people. You got to navigate through that bullshit. And that's a lot to navigate through. (laughs) I don't care who you are. Okay, best best restaurants. All right, number one is Mint. Now, Mint is an Indian restaurant. And even if it's my favorite restaurant by far, not just my favorite Indian restaurant. Mint, I've taken a lot of people there, including you, Sincere. Oh, yeah. oh, I even when I even took my I even took like my sister in law and brother in law and my wife there last time you were sick with pneumonia. This is twenty nineteen. Right, uh, right. I even took them there because it was right around the corner from the, the convention center where we were, you know. So and <clears throat> of course my wife, you know, she she's been there before, but it was the first time taking, you know, my sister in law and her husband at the time. You know, that was their first time. They loved it. <laughs> so Yeah. they have a lunch buffet that's awesome they have something for everybody a lot of good vegan food vegetarian Mm -hmm. food as well as meat and it's clean it's clean (laughs) that's a big thing for me (laughs) the toilet the bathrooms are not that clean that's a a no uh, so you you only the only thing you should do the only reason you should have to go in there is just to wash your hands real quick and then then you got to use a paper towel to touch that knob on the way out exactly it's going to nullify the hand washing if you don't. Nasty asses going through there. It's not, it's not disgusting, the bathroom, but it should be. Not, I like to see a nice bathroom when I go wash my hands. I don't want to see even something that's remotely distasteful. Right. And it's not great. So yeah. well, that, that is one negative about them. The other negative about them is their customer service is very hit and miss. The customer <laughs> service used to be a lot better. But remember, remember, sometimes they would be so attentive, this guy's head would just appear right behind yours. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking. And then if I look up, that motherfucker's right. I was like, dude, 
Well, I'll tell you what, I miss those days because now it's it's hard to get anyone to come over and give you more non. They yeah. they have this fucking robot. God, around. They have they have a robot that they control with their. Oh own yeah, we have that uh, one of the Thai restaurants out here by our house. They have the robot as well. Okay, and then the other thing they do is when you want to pay your bill, instead of someone coming over to your table and taking your card, you have to go stand in line at the entrance. Yeah, that's hey. that's the that's now, the post COVID normal now. Well, the last time I was there, I was standing in line waiting, and here's this this Indian guy is working the front front desk area and then there's these three indian guys in front of me now they're chit-chatting for like fucking 15 minutes while i'm waiting to pay the bill and i'm just waiting for them to finish off and then so finally by the time i get up there i'm irritated now because like you know what do that chit-chat some other time other people are waiting in line to pay for their food and get the fuck out of here so by the time i got up there the guy how was everything and i go i don't like waiting in line for 20 minutes to pay a bill and he was kind of like haha like he thought i was joking i go i'm not joking and then at that point, he was basically pissing his pants because I was a little bit angry. I go, I go, I go, I, these are my exact words. I go, it's extremely disrespectful when someone's waiting in line for you to have this little stop and chat with three people over nothing for 20 minutes. And he's like, oh, very sorry, sir. Da, 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 da. So I gave a zero tip that time. She <laughs> and your tip. Normally I, normally I give a tip, but, but here's the other thing I will say about mints. You get preferential treatment if you're Indian. Now people are like, well, Mike, you're half Indian. doesn't work in my favor because I don't look Indian. How many, <laughs> how many guys look as, how many Indian guys have you ever seen that look as good as I do? Zero. That's not <laughs> Okay. So if anything, these guys are jealous about that. So if they do know I'm Indian, it pisses them off because they're like, man, he looks way better than we do. Not just his physique, but his face is This motherfucker wouldn't, he from the, the, the Gene Lato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't have our dorky accent either. <laughs> 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 now, all that stuff aside, because here's what happens. I noticed that, like, this stop and chat this guy did with these three Indian guys, he wouldn't have done that with three white people or three black people or me. I've been there a million times. He's not sitting there being a Mr. Tour guide answering every question they have about right. Las Vegas. They're not going to do it. I noticed that when a big group of Indians come in, whoever takes them to the table shots, chats with them for about 15 minutes before they finally notice you're waiting, too, for your table. So there, there is that going there. There is that going on there. Now, I don't want to discourage people from going because the food is, food is good, good, man. Yeah, the food is damn good. But here's the next favorite Indian restaurant. It's called the Taj Palace. And that's over on our side of town here in Henderson. They have a really good lunch buffet. It's not as good as mint, if I'm being perfectly unbiased. Okay, but it's good enough. It's damn good. It's not quite as good as mint, but it's really good. But here's what I like. The restaurant's way nicer. The customer service is way better. Way better. Everybody is treated really well in this place. So, you know, also we don't have to drive to the other side of town just to get some Indian food. That's another plus. Like I said, it's not as good as mints, but it's damn good. And the service is really good too. So those are my top two favorite restaurants. Everything else is, it's not even really worth mentioning because it's not worth making a trip to any of the other restaurants that I would recommend besides what I already recommended at the Venetian and other places. All right, now, best vegan restaurant to summarize Truth and Tonic at the Venetian by far. Veg Nation is pretty good. There used to be one at on our side of town, and there's one on Fremont's. The one on our side of town didn't work because this is a bunch of fucking rednecks out here <laughs> with no taste in food, no sophisticated palates. So anything beyond burger and fries has a hard time working in, on this side of town. <laughs> All right, But Veg Nation is still on Fremont, really good vegan food, and what I like about it is that it's pretty health conscious. There are other vegan restaurants such as Modern Vegan, but it's all fake meat bullshit and it's not remotely healthy. Meat eaters love that place because everything tastes like meat. Yeah. But for someone like me who's an actual vegan eating real vegan food, not just fake meat products, 
it's not it's not even close to my top pick and I don't have to have healthy food every time I go out but if there's if there are healthier options I prefer that because I just feel better with healthy food yeah all right so that's that now let's go to give us I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the best places to play blackjack if we have time I'll get to that but Let's go to the best strip clubs. Now, I'm not recommending any of these places. I just don't have any illusions about most people <laughs> come to places. Okay? This is where you're going to end up. So you might as well end up at the right places, all right? Now, 90% of guys who come out to Vegas, little guys trip, they're good. they want to go to strip clubs. And I know that because every, when, we, when, I, when we first moved here, anytime I had a male friend who came out who wasn't with his wife or girlfriend or single, they always wanted to go to strip clubs. Now, I didn't know where to go at that time. So we would end up at some dodgy place where you need a forensic light to look around <laughs> before you sit down. <laughs> you don't pay for lab dances there. You pay not to get a lab dance. <laughs> I <tell> you, <laughs> I'll pay you 20 bucks a song not to sit in my lap. Okay, how about that? <laughs> okay, some of these places are dodgy as fuck. Oh. You know, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> I wouldn't get a lap dance with someone else's lap, okay? <laughs> places. All right. So the three, the three best. Number one is Spearmint Rhino. Now, here's what I will say about the Spearmint Rhino. Now, I haven't been there in several years. I haven't been there probably since, I don't know, 2018 or something like that. But what I will say is that by far the best looking women work at these places. So if you're going in there and you want to see really good looking women, for most guys, it's women that you're never going to have access to in the real world unless you're paying for it. This is the place to go to. It's basically the equivalent of the Playboy Mansion as a strip club. Just beautiful women from all backgrounds, Asian, black women, Brazilian women, white women, whatever you like is going to be there. Also, the decor is very nice at this place. It feels upscale. It doesn't look it doesn't look dodgy at all. It's very upscale. Now, you're going to my advice to anyone who goes to a strip club is this. Do not bring do not bring do not go to the ATM machine. Only bring whatever money you're willing to spend there. So let's say theoretically you bring 200 bucks. Once that 200 bucks has been spent, you leave. You don't get suckered <laughs> into going to the ATM machine and paying 20 bucks to pull out another 200 I was about to say that those fees are going to get you, man. You don't go to the VIP room where you're going to get ripped off. They're always trying <laughs> to go to the VIP room. Hey, you want to do this? No, no, no. That's okay. If you get dances, do it on the main floor. Do not go to the VIP room and do not get triggered or suckered into going to an ATM. Whatever money you bring, once you spend it, you're gone. Get the F <laughs> out of there. They will take you for every dollar you got. They will keep taking you back to the ATM machine until the bank says, look, you can't, you, you've taken out your maximum withdrawal. You get a receipt saying, the fuck is you doing? That's all it says. <laughs> and then they'll try to get you to use a credit card, which has astronomical fees. So don't ever use a credit card in these places. You bring cash in there. And I'm talking about drinks too. Whatever money you spend in there is with cash. And when you finish that cash, you leave. That's it. All right. Now the next one is Sapphire. Sapphire is huge. This is the biggest strip club. I mean, this place is enormous. They even have a pool, which is not open at night, but during the day, that's like a is, day strip club. Is that the one that's on the side that's like a, on the same side as like Rio is like further, yeah. just a little bit down the, um, the feeder from Rio? Down. Now this one is... This one's way past the Rio. Yeah, this okay. is on the other side of town. This is on Industrial Boulevard. Basically, I, I like to call it Strip Club Strip Club Boulevard. <laughs> it's basically way past Circus Circus and all those crappy. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, it's, it, it's actually it's right behind Circus Circus and Stratosphere. It's on a road that runs parallel to the Las Vegas Strip. Okay. Okay, so Sapphires, what else was I going to say about Sapphires? It's basically the same level of quality in terms of looks with women that you'll get at the Spearmint Rhino. 
Same rules apply in a place like this. <laughs> Only bring cash. When you run out of that cash, you get the F out of there. Don't get suckered into doing anything beyond that. And certainly don't get suckered into a meet and greet at your hotel room later. <laughs> that is a recipe. You may wake you up. Set up. <laughs> yeah, you may wake up missing a kidney. <laughs> yeah. You may you may lose a lot more than your cash. Exactly. <laughs> so do not do not get suckered. Now these these women are the ultimate hustlers. Scammers. They know exactly what buttons to push with most guys. They will make you feel as if they're actually attracted to you, which ninety nine percent of the time they are not. I don't care how. I don't care how authentic they come off. Trust me, they are not. They're not remotely attracted to you. And even if they are, they're only with you for money. They're not trying to meet guys in there. They're not trying to get their next boyfriend in there. Maybe some sugar daddy who's just a dumb fuck who gives them a black American Express card and an unlimited unlimited (laughs) allowance. They they, they may want something like that in there. But do not look for your next girlfriend and certainly not your next wife at one of these fucking places. Your future ex-wife. You are out of your mind if you even think that. And don't think for a second you have a legitimate chance with anyone in there. Don't have that. Oh, no, Mike, I'm different. No, <laughs> well, that's what know. guys say. Because <laughs> you that's know they they know say. what these other guys are for. I'm not here for some serious. That's what you know. Other guys, I, you know, I just sit there and I actually talk to. Her. I actually, I you know, I'm there to listen <laughs> to her, man. She talks to me. I'm listening. You know, that's all she needs, man. She just needs something. That I gotta listen to her. <laughs> well, good luck with that, dumbass. <laughs> oh man, those places are a train wreck. When you Gosh. don't ever get, don't ever get drunk in one of these places. There's a guy who is. A pretty well-known kettlebell competitor. I'm not going to say his name, but he's very—he's got very elite abilities with kettlebells. Okay, I went to a strict club with him one time. He started doing shots the second we sat down, and I would probably say every stripper within that place flocked to our table once they saw him doing that. Like Mark he was lit. <laughs> Fortunately, I wasn't, so I saved him from just getting overrun with losing everything he had. Because I told him everything I just mentioned here. I go, don't bring in more than you're willing to spend. Do not use your ATM card. Do not use your credit card. In fact, don't even bring them if you're worried about. As a matter of fact, that, that's a good rule of thumb for just about anything in Vegas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. the casino, all of that, because yeah, because it's really easy to get caught up if you don't have a plan in place. You get caught up in the moment. You're some beautiful woman's like, come on, man. All the dopamine is kicking in. You're not thinking, right. man. Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. And like I said, these women are the consummate hustlers. They are world-class hustlers, the ones who are really good. They're good hustlers. They even made a shitty movie with the same title. (laughs) Women doing the same thing. (laughs) The ones who are really good at their craft are ultimate hustlers. The ones who are not good are the ones who just walk around going, want to dance, want to dance? You want a date? (laughs) (laughs) I don't come to a strip club with a date. What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay, the final one is Treasures. Now, Treasures actually has a four-star restaurant on site. <laughs> now, so, I, like, I like how you had a pause with that one. <laughs> well, but, but the reason why I have a pause is why would you want to eat with naked hooters around everywhere? Hey, man. Hey, it doesn't on, seem man. like the most... The like, lunch got, special, you, Mike. Come on, man. You got girl, Like, look, you got, you, got, you got naked breasts and you have girls with G-strings, which there's probably not a lot of clean asses in there is where I'm going. So all those clean asses are emitting stuff into the air right next to that restaurant you're about to eat at. Okay. And guess what? Most of those dudes don't even care. These are the dudes that you look over to oh, the side and you see, him, you, see him, their appetite. you see him motorboating in a girl's ass that he just met like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, and, and he wonders why he got pink eye right after. <laughs> He, said, he goes home to his wife. Hey, baby, how'd you get a pink eye? Oh, uh, I took a jujitsu class. Nope, nope, that's not what happened. <laughs> I went to Extreme Couture and got some private lessons from Randy. Like, oh, yeah, I bet you did. 
<laughs> Treasure says it is a nice place in terms of decor and the quality of women. Now people are like, man, Mike, you're really uh objectifying women here. No, I'm describing a situation, dumb fuck. They're objectifying women, okay? That's what's going on there. I'm just telling people what they wanted, what they need to know if they're going to go to these places. I'm not saying that you should go to these places. I'm not saying it's a good place to spend money. I'm not recommending it at all. I'm just saying that most guys are going to go to these places. So you might as well go to the place where you're going to have the best experience or don't bother going at all. So these are the three that you should go to. Don't even look at other places. You don't even have to ask me, well, what about this place? Did I mention it in the three that I said you should go to? No, that means you shouldn't go there. These three are nothing. All right, final category, best off-strip fun. So sometimes you're out here for maybe four or five days or you're tired of walking around casinos, you're tired of walking around up and down the strip. You want to actually go see some nature. Now, the three places to go to are Red Rock, number one. Red Rock is awesome. It's about a 20-minute drive from the strip. It's beautiful. I love taking my dogs out there, going hiking, spend the whole day out there. It's really nice. There's Lake Mead, which is in the other side of town, maybe about 30 minutes away from the strip, opposite direction. So you're not going to be able to do both of these not conveniently in the same day anyway. So one day for Red Rock, one day for Lake Mead. Lake Mead is really nice. And then you can go to Boulder City afterwards. There's there's a it's a quaint little town. There's a lot of nice restaurants and places to check out there too. Hey man, after the- all that rain you guys got, did Lake Mead fill back up? No, no, it definitely hasn't filled back up. It's just it's probably gonna be dry in the next 10 years. It's that's definitely a big problem. Yeah. Definitely a big problem right now. I think the rain did help a little bit for sure. We did get a bunch of rain, but we, we need it to rain every day for a year, basically, for that yeah. place. We we need some Seattle weather, right. Oregon weather to get that thing filled up. Or some in. Houston yeah. and August weather. Yeah. <laughs> the final one is Mount Charleston. This is a this is a little bit further of a hike. This is an hour away from Las Vegas. But I tell you what, you go to Mount Charleston, you feel like you're at Yellowstone National Park. You don't even feel like you're close to the Las Vegas trip. It's really nice. You can rent a cabin out there. And if you want to get out, I mean, first of all, I don't really know why you would come out to Vegas if you want to do a nature trip. You go, <laughs> you go to Glacier Park in Canada or Yellowstone Park or Yosemite Park in California. There's so many nice places for that. But let's say you want a mixed bag. You want to go have some fun on the strip and then you want to go enjoy some nature. Mount Charleston is great for that. There's good skiing over there. There's snowboarding. And there's yeah. it's just a really nice natural environment. So that's a good, in terms of places to eat, there probably aren't that many. You're probably going to end up at Denny's. That's the one negative. <laughs> so I would recommend you stay at a place where you basically go load up on some groceries from Whole Foods and cook your own meals. I was just about place. to say, bring your own food. <laughs> yeah. Bring your own food, cook your own meals. And if you don't know how to cook, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a grown man. You don't know how to cook a meal. Learn how to cook a few meals. Look, okay? man, there's no excuse. <laughs> None. In a, in a post-pandemic world and with YouTube readily available, there's no excuse not to learn how to cook something. I mean, damn. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yep, absolutely. Okay, final category, and I'll run through this one quickly, is best places to play blackjack. Now, I'm certainly not an expert in blackjack, but I do come from a family of people that are, my brother and dad <laughs> in particular. My late father was a badass blackjack player. He was really good at it, and he taught my brother and myself a system I never got into it the way they do, so I'm nowhere near as good as a player as my dad was or Roger still is, but those guys operate at a very high level when they play, and so I always take their advice on where I should go play. Now, I'm not going to with the illusion of winning the way they do because I just don't take it as seriously as they do, but at the very least, you're not going to lose as quickly, so you actually have fun. It's not fun to play blackjack and you lose your whole bankroll in 10 minutes. You want to last long enough to at least have a good time. Right. 
Now, what will stack it in your favor are rules that work in your favor. Now, one rule, which is not common because it works against the house, is when you play blackjack and the dealer has a soft 17. So the dealer gets an ace and a six. That's a soft 17. Now, when they stand on that, that's actually better than if they hit it. And people are confused by that. They go, well, wait a minute. Isn't 17 a good hand? Statistically speaking, a regular 17, so let's say you get a 10 and a 7, that's a hard 17. Sure, you're not going to hit that under any circumstances. No matter what the dealer has, you do not hit that. You stand on it. That's it. But a soft 17, if you get an ace and a 6, you should always hit it because the probability is higher that you're going to win. It doesn't really matter why. You don't need some thorough explanation. Okay, This is not astrophysics. I'm just telling you, blackjack is a game of probability. And you want to stack probability in your favor. It's a numbers game and it's a probability game. So using certain rules increase the probability that you're going to win. And this is one of them. Most casinos, they always stand or they always hit rather a soft 17, which works against you because usually it actually improves the dealer's hand rather than they bust. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, basically they're doing what you should do. So when they do a rule where they can't do what's better for them, that actually works in your favor. Now, most casinos are going, why would we do anything that doesn't work in our favor? Right. Which is why most people lose. Everything is rigged to work in their favor, which is why most people lose their ass. And most people, some people even have to sell their ass <laughs> because they've lost so much there. The problem, there, there are people that cash their paychecks at a casino. That's no, scary. man, that's crazy. That's that I, I right there is a gambling point. problem. Okay. The best off-strip casino to play at is the South Point. And it's not because their rules are so good. It's because they have a lot of $5 tables and it's a fun environment to be in. So when I don't feel like going to the strip, which is most of the time to play cards anyway, I'll play at the South Point because all of the other local casinos, they're boring as fuck. M Casino, that place is so boring, I would fall asleep at the table. Green Valley Ranch, so boring. Again, I would fall asleep at the table. South Point, though, South Point to me is what a casino would look like in Montana. It's a lot of cowboys, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of cowboy hats and cowboy boots, but they're all really cool people there. It's a, Everyone's there having a really good time is where I'm going. You don't get a lot of ostentatious twats that are just engaging in idiocy at I'm the just- South Point. A bunch of out-of-towners who just haven't been anywhere and just for that yeah. one weekend, they're acting like they're big shots or whatever. Kind of reminds me like some of the people see whenever we stay at Aria, you know, just yeah. like. But yeah. then it's always funny how these people at this little cheap-ass, like the cheap poker table, and they're just acting like they're the shit. But then you look in that little room where the ballers are, where the whales are, and you can just see the attitude is way different. And that's more fun to watch because you look like, God, and you just see what they're betting with. You're like, shit, man. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking money being passed around that table, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of dumb people at the blackjack table, which honestly is why I'm not sure if I'll ever play, ever play again, to be honest with you, because I, I have no desire whatsoever to play. It does nothing good for me. I used to look at it as kind of a break from my normal routine as something different to do, but there's, there's, I don't like being in an environment where people are drinking too much, they're smoking too much, yeah. and they're gambling too much. It's a triple negative. And talking too much. Yeah, that's the fourth <laughs> one. That's, that's the biggest one, honestly. And if you mix think. all of those together, like, fuck. It's like, I, I hate when someone starts, starts trying to talk to me because, like I said, I'm not as good as my dad or my brother, so I need to concentrate. You know, Those right. guys can talk and keep track of everything. I can't. I'm not that good. So when someone starts trying to talk to me, I'm kind of like, um, what's, that, what's, uh, what's his name in... Tom Sizemore in Heat when that when mm. Wayne Grove gets in the truck and Wayne yeah. goes like hey man can't wait to work with you guys again and Tom Sizemore, Sizemore goes hey buddy do me a favor shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 
He's like, shut up, buddy. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to you. We're, we're, we're doing a mission here. It's not stopping chat time. <laughs> That's what I'm like at the blackjack table when someone tries to talk to me. And what's really annoying is when a drunk woman tries to talk to me. I'm like, oh, God, how am I supposed to deal with this? Oh, your goatee is so awesome. Can I touch it? No, you cannot. You cannot touch my goatee. You can't touch anything else on me. And it's funny how everyone talks about tax- toxic masculinity. And when it's when it's women that what about toxic I, femininity? Like, I, I get to tell you so many times when women have touched me inappropriately. Now, if I ever bring it up, people laugh like, "Oh, what are you worried about, Mike? You should have enjoyed it." That's not the point. Jeez. The point I'm saying is that if it's inappropriate for guys to touch women, which it is, I'm not saying it isn't. It is. It's totally inappropriate. I'm not saying it's cool at all. It's not, it has nothing to do with masculinity, by the way. It's just dipshit behavior. But that's a separate point. It's it's also not cool for women to do the same thing. I was having a lunch with Carol one time at the Venetian. And, and I had a tank top on because we were just at the pool. And this fucking old lady, old white lady comes up. She sees me. Her eyes get as big as her head. And she goes, oh, my God, your muscles are so sexy. And she starts caressing my arms. And then she looks at Carol and she's like, oh, sorry. You know, I just couldn't help myself. She knew what she was doing. Fuck out of Now, her. imagine if I did that to some woman. <laughs> exactly. Well, whatever guy is with her is probably going to beat my ass or at least try to. But I'm going to get arrested if I want. Well, I don't to know. If you made it that far into the conversation and you're rubbing it, that guy is already a cuck. He wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. He's probably going to probably gonna invite you upstairs. Like, hey, you want to come join us? <laughs> what if I see like, can I watch? Woman, what if I see some woman who's not even with the guy? Let's say she's with one of her friends or by herself right. and she has a short skirt on, and I go, Oh my God, your legs are so beautiful. And I start caressing them. How do you think that's gonna go? It's not gonna go well. All right. Yeah. It's not gonna go well at all. I'm gonna be arrested. And just, <laughs> that's what I would have said. If that woman had rubbed on, I was like, you know what? I can have you arrested for assault right now. And that's a felony. Another time I was standing in line at a concert, I was by myself and there's this drunk white broad. Again, it's, it's always white women. You know, it's, we feel like, well, that's pretty racist, Mike. No, it's not. I'm just Come on, it's you. half racist right now in your case. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I make fun of every ethnic group out there. Okay. It just everybody can be, get this word. All of yeah, you. Yeah, it just happens to be that it's my experiences with women touching me inappropriately is, has always been white women. So I'm standing in line waiting to get in. Here's this drunk white chick. She turns around and she sees me. First thing she does is grab the top of my head head and start rubbing it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like she's like she thinks a, a, like a genie's gonna come out of my ass if she does okay <laughs> now, that's not appropriate what in the hell <laughs> so i basically remove her hand gently <laughs> and then apparently she didn't get the memo because right after i did that she, she as she's walking away she turns around and just happens to notice that I've got a great ass. Now, look, I get it. I do have a great ass. I'm happy to admit that. Anyone who's watched me work out goes, man, Mike's got a great ass. It's fine. It's okay. I get it. Just just enjoy it from afar, okay? She starts slapping my ass. Oh, saying, yeah. And then what did, what did the security do? There was a female security guard. There's a male security guard. They're laughing. Now, would this be fucking funny if I started slapping her ass? Oh, no, they, they would have had your ass in a chokehold, dude. <laughs> so what I'm saying is there is a double standard here. Now, I realize yeah. there's a difference in terms of male being more threatening and all that. But inappropriate behavior is inappropriate behavior. It shouldn't be excused at all. It should be categorically inexcusable is my point here. Yeah. So, so a, a lot of women get drunk in Vegas. They get a little touchy, feeling like it's, a, it's, it's perfectly okay to touch someone. Even a guy who's with his woman. You know, everybody's living on that whole, you know, this is Vegas. You know, what happens here stays yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is the place where you can come and behave and it won't be, it won't count against you once you leave. Um, it can count against you while you're here and get your ass locked up in Vegas. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So, so that's, and that's the whole thing. Right. You start talking about equality. Let's take it all the way around then. That's yeah. what you want. 
you know, <laughs> you want equality? Cool. All right. She just me tooed me. Okay. I need to have her arrested. <laughs> so yeah, it, me- it means, it means ladies night where women get 50% off drinks or free drinks. Is so also- when's, when's dudes night? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get reward for coming early to the club. Like, okay, what about the rest of us? If dudes come early, can we get a reward too? Yeah, we'll we'll do a whole episode because it's too much to get into right yeah. now on, on the pitfalls with this whole masculine toxicity or masculine toxicity. toxic masculinity and, toxic masculinity and all this feminism yeah. and femininity and and double standards and equality and all this other woke bullshit. I mean, real succinctly, I would say that behavior has nothing to do with being masculine. If anything, it has it's the antithesis of masculine. Yeah. So calling it masculine behavior makes it sound like this is something that is in a man's DNA. That he this, just does. Like every this is, what defi- this is what defines a man. You're a man. If okay, first of all, you lost me when you said <laughs> when you try to tell me I'm a man. Okay, and you try to define it. Anybody yeah. that sits there and let another man define yeah. who you are as a man, you're you're not a man. Yeah, if you no matter what they say, won't work. If you listen right. to them, because you right. can't define me. You you talk to me like you own me or something. Like nah nah, I'm gonna need you to take your ass over there with that. Right over there. So yeah, that's gonna yeah we need to that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do an episode on that topic because it's so, one that that needs to be addressed. Yeah, it's and very weighted, obliterated. Yeah, yeah. We, we're both we can both obliterate that one real fast. So yeah, well, and man, very that's, that's, yeah, I think that was pretty much on point. Like I said, it's, the timing is very good because uh, <laughs> as I told you before we started recording, we're at that period right now where you know. People are like, okay, there's about to be spring break for a lot of folks. And you got people trying to get all the vacations out right now before their credit cards get cut off because, you know, <laughs> everybody's in debt right now. I mean, you know, right. the credit card debt right now for the, for the United States is at $930 million right now. You know, wow. that's, I mean, billion, excuse me, billion, I, I'm, $930 billion. Yeah. And it's up 18.3% year over year. Wow. So you're going to see quite a few people getting ready to take these last vacations. <laughs> you know, before, you know, the reality kicks in, especially by the end of the year. So it's probably a good thing. So now you, you've heard where you can go and, you know, go further in debt and enjoy yourselves, quote unquote, air quotes there, you know, in Vegas, because what better way, what better way to go out <laughs> over and crash your head into a debt ceiling than in Las Vegas? <laughs> so at least you can just. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and look, you know what? For those of you that are, Looking for a budget? Remember what I said. Come out here on a weekday. Don't come out on the weekends. Don't come yes. out here Thursday through Sunday. Come out exactly. here Monday through Wednesday. Yep, that has always been our plan. It always works, and we it have will a good work. Time. And you, you will be so happy you did because you're still going to be able to do everything that. I mean, the only reason to come on a weekend is if you want to go to a concert. That's the only yeah. reason. There's an event, a UFC or something like that, and specifically for that weekend. Yeah, exactly. Right. But if it's but if it's a residency or something like that, you know, at these hotels, whatever, just Monday through Monday through Wednesday, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because like, I, I don't play, I don't go to the strip as often for the same reasons why I don't play cards as often. I, I just don't like being around idiotic behavior and it's unavoidable if you go to either one of those entities. Right. <laughs> you just have to be, I have a friend of mine from college. Every time he comes into town, he wants to play blackjack. And it's funny because he's not any good at it. You, for a guy who spent so much time playing blackjack, you would think he would actually learn how to get good at it. Well, he, probably, he, wins, he probably only plays when he comes to Vegas. So probably, but the only time he wins is when I'm with him because he just follows my lead and asks me for advice on what to do at the table. That's the only time he wins. Otherwise, he's just losing all day. So I, I don't get the appeal of just throwing your money away. But anyway, he loves doing that. So he always wants to play cards when he comes out. And now I'm just like, look, man. Last time he was out here, he actually got married, and I, I went to his wedding. And I, he's like, "Hey, man, let's go play cards later." I was like, "Can't do it, man. I just don't want to do it." 
you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to come out just to play. And the funny thing is, is that he's one of those guys where you don't have enough to talk about to really hang out. If you're not, if, yeah. he, he likes to play cards because we don't, we don't really have enough in common to talk about. So if we play cards, we're playing cards. Well, we wouldn't be able to have a conversation like you and I are having right now. We wouldn't right. be able to just go out to dinner and talk for two hours or three hours because we don't have enough going on. <laughs> we don't have enough common ground to do that. Yeah. So going out, hanging out with him, playing cards for a couple hours, that actually works because we don't have to talk the entire time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Cool. Well, there you have it, people. You have that is now your personal. That was your Vegas tour guide right there. You don't have to, <laughs> now. You don't have to sit there and do all your research online and look up all these things and looking on Yelp and trying to get reviews or whatever. There you have it right there, straight from ground zero. <laughs> you know, from someone that's been there for quite a while, not some new resident who just happened to get out there because that's the hot place to move to or whatever. He, he was there through the good and the bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. <clears throat> and so, and also. It also keeps you from visiting Vegas and sending Mike a random DM to my, hey man, I'm coming to Vegas. You know, let's 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 hook up, or you just pop up like I'm in I'm in town. That's always funny when you tell I, me I that. Always, I always wait that. to res- I always wait to respond to those when I know the person has left. So then I can be like, oh man, sorry I missed you. <laughs> hey man, we'll be in town on Wednesday, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, so what you're saying is your house is empty right now. Is that what you're doing? Because you're giving out a lot of information. I mean, sometimes, just, like yeah. Dr. Gordon is in town often, but he never gives me a heads up. He'll give me a heads up the day he's in. It's like, hey, man, just got into Vegas. Let me know if you're available. I was like, well, look, man, you got to tell me at least a day ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got shit to do. I'm not just sitting around waiting for friends to pop up in town. And then he's always like, yeah, we got a big, we got a big bottle of whiskey. We want to help. We, we need you to come help us finish this off. I was like, well, you're asking the wrong person. Man. <laughs> I'm not going to help anyone finish off any alcohols. So I'm the last person that you want to, if you guys have a big joint you want me to help you out with, I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> see, see, Dr. Gordon, you're doing it wrong, bro. <laughs> hey, man, we got a big bag of weed over here, man. And then Dr. Gordon, though, I can't get drunk no matter how much I drink. Then why do you do it? <laughs> What's the appeal, man? You don't even get a buzz? What are you doing? <laughs> you still get the negative impact on testosterone and growth hormone. Your knowledge, I learned that from him. Yeah, Dr. Gordon. <laughs> so now, now you're getting the negative impact on your hormones. And you're not even getting a buzz from it. That sounds like a bad trade-off to me. Like, I can do an eight ball of cocaine and not even get high. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, first of all, you're a unicorn. <laughs> Second of all, shit. Yeah. Like, damn, dude, what have you done in your past that you're just immune to it like that? <laughs> I mean, you were probably born a crack baby. Damn. <laughs> it's like, shit. Oh, there's a lot of things Dr. Gordon's done in his past that I'm sure <laughs> anyone to know about. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> well, Michael, I tell you. <laughs> One time, me and Nick Delgado went to Thailand. <laughs> and we're going to leave it off right there. That's where we're going to stop. We'll let everybody else figure that out. We'll leave the rest of your imagination. We'll let everybody else figure that out. Come on, when you said Nick Delgado and Thailand in the same sentence, I mean, hey. <laughs> uh, so if they ever tell you that the hangover was based on real events, <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> and on that note, that was the good stuff, man. Good, good looking out on that. So, but uh, cool. So yeah, man. So yeah, I definitely would get on that that 
toxic masculinity topic next yeah, time. Yeah, man, we'll do that next I'm time. Sure. You know, I'm sure people definitely want to hear our take on that. <laughs> but uh, cool. So, all right, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, and now when you go out to Vegas, you can have an even better time and not waste your time trying to figure things out or keep doing the same old, same old and realizing like, okay, I'm getting over this. But you're probably afraid to tell of people that you're with that you're over it because you know but now you know there's some different things out there or yep. or yep. we may have confirmed some things you already knew you like see told you look i told you that the cosmo was a place or whatever so there you go take that enjoy it and um again try to pay in cash try not to go deeper into debt <laughs> on these on these vacations and these trips so you can truly enjoy them not to the yep. point where on that last night you're there, you can't sleep because you know that credit card bill is going to be back home waiting for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> not everything that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That debt is going wherever you are. Yeah, yeah that, that debt's going to go with you and stay with you a long time, most likely. <laughs> so, so let that marinate on your spirit. All right, folks. <laughs> so we catch you guys on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. That wraps up this week's Live Life Aggressively show. Be sure to head over to MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Use the coupon code LLA12 and receive 12% off of your total purchase at either of those websites. Also, for more personal protection tips, make sure you head over to NewWarriorDefense.com. Support the production of the Live Life Aggressively show by heading over to Patreon.com and becoming a patron. Simply go to Patreon.com slash LLA podcast. All Patreon subscribers receive Patreon-only access to our brand new show, Afterlife which is a brand new behind the scenes episode that is not available to the public. Our Patreon subscribers also get to enjoy bigger discounts on all of our products by receiving patron only discount codes beginning at 15% off on all products on MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Lastly, be sure to share the episode by following us on social media on Facebook as well as our new account on Instagram. Until the next episode, take care everybody.